Hey, Bunjil Place, Nari Warren. We're heading to your area of planet Earth, Saturday, August the 13th, 2022. With all the greatest 80s hits and memories, get your tickets now. Bunjilplace.com.au or you can give them a call on 9709-9700 for the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour. We'll see you in August, Nari. What's up? Woo! get sick of that song. God, I love it. It just pumps me up. Yeah. It's oh. commercial, but it's fucking very good. Yeah. I mean, how did it ever become commercial? It was so controversial at the time. How awesome. What Absolutely. We love it. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Get your T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> how fantastic. How are you going, I'm Sammy? I'm all right. And I'm excited about tonight, Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. We're the 80s montage. And tonight's show is all about... Pride. Yes. In particular, gay pride. You know, LGBTQIA. But in the 80s, that's not how we spoke about it. In no. fact... No one spoke about it. This is our thing. This Mm. is our whole point with this show. Mm. We really have wanted to do like a Pride episode for ages, Mm. but the landscape is just very different for that community, you know. And it was very different in the 80s. The work's all been done for you, mate. Pretty much. That's right. In, That's right. In the you know in the eighties, it was very underground. It was, it was sort of not spoken about. Nobody would sort of uh, you know proclaim their sexuality and their orientation like they do these days. Mm. You just went about your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you did. Um, really strong. Frankie. Yeah, yeah. Really strong community vibe. You know, really strong sense of togetherness. And I mean, as usual. 
the gays would do all the cool stuff first and then the, and then, <laughs> yeah, the, and then the straight community would sort of, yeah. you know, adopt bits and pieces and mm. they'd be sort of doing the same things five, ten years later, you know. Yeah. So, um, look, and we thought even because the landscape has changed so much, it's often very political these days is things you can and can't say because you offend people and so forth. We thought we would celebrate all of this. We thought we'd celebrate pride through the music because that's the thing that sort of bonded the community together, you mm. know. And a lot of the a lot of the artists that we will play tonight, we're certainly not like going, ah, this is a bunch of gay artists that we're playing. But these were the artists who were important to the community. You know, like that, you know, these artists, these artists has the, the – uh, <laughs> oh, God, I just got a big mouth on. Well, I'm going to have to go and clean up cat <laughs> shit, guys. So, yeah, he's horrid. Oh, God. Um, yeah, the, 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 yeah, he loves he, – he's just made his mark in on the Pride show by shitting in his kitty litter. Never work with animals <laughs> or children. With animals. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm going to add to that that I'm going to go and clean up the cat shit. Oh, I won't God. be long. <laughs> Fucking hell. I thought it was just in passing and then I thought, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't go on. So, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Every time I get it. Every time I go to take a breath, I get a big – I can't smell anything because my nose is blocked. I, I don't have COVID, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I don't have COVID, by the way. It's just a bit of hay fever because it's really, really windy. And Melbourne, and even though it isn't the season for it, Oh, I got up this morning. My nose was just blocked. I did go to the gym. So I know I'm not sick. It's just a bit of hay fever. And I'm just taking care of myself. We do have a gig this weekend in Shepparton. So looking – oh, no. <laughs> I fucked that up already. But, yeah, we just did Shepparton last week and we're heading towards our next gig. Fuck knows when that is. God, timelines are weird, aren't they? Oh, apologies, people. That's I've got right. a black cat and he shits like a human. Black cat did shit shit in pants. <laughs> yeah, fucking unbelievable. And and then he he walks away like he's just won oh, the war. He just saunters you know? through yeah. like yeah. Yeah, he'll, that's what he, I he did. lies on his side and looks at you like Loves well, it. yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. I can just shit oh, in a, he's heavy. I can shit in an adjoining he room timed and get that. away with Thank it. Thank God he didn't because we have done the interview with Zoe earlier. Thank God he didn't do it then. Now we do have a special guest. We Sammy's do. just sort of blown the first name, mm. but we have, we've got a special guest coming later in the show. Very, very excited about it. Um Let's just start playing the music and we're going to keep it going all the way through the show. Really excited about this one. What have we got first? A bit of Sam Well, I was just going to mention um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood and how that really tested the waters to homosexuality in video (laughs) clips and, you know, the fact that it was banned with DJ Mike Reed. God you know? and so many, so many networks. But I loved world. it as a kid. Everyone oh, it was did. the world I wanted to live in. Yeah, it was so exciting. I was like, where does this woman with the white mohawk come from, and how do I get there? Exactly. You know, exactly. Really exciting. And I don't reckon my parents looked at this and went, 
Oh, that's a bit weird. They just loved it as well. No one uh, ever questioned it. I don't you think know? anybody did. I, I mean, yeah, obviously some people did because it sort of got banned in so many countries. But yeah, yeah, I mean, incredible it's a great song. song. And I did listen to it today, and it does have a a just be good to me sound in it. Oh, SOS yeah. band. Yep. Like it's like they must have used the Fairlight, and you can hear that sound go through it. And I was like, oh, that's just be good to me. You know, in areas, yeah. but. Um, Look, groundbreakers. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. Uh, Frankie was quite normal looking. Yep. I found him quite normal and the other boys very pretty and and, and colourful. Yeah. But he just looked like a normal <laughs> dude, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You know, did. and I, I was like, how does he fit in? But, yeah. you know, that's yeah. it's takes one to know one, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that was um, a really, really good start. And I think if there was a song that would – I think means a lot in the 80s. Gotcha. It would be that. Just because it's exciting. It's obviously a sort of song about the, the night scene, you know, like it's really sort of clubby. It's fun. It's got a sense of danger. And like all those things are just, you know, the threads of the community that we're talking about. So, yeah, such an awesome song to open. Yeah. But we can do Sammy Fox now if you like. Bit of Sam Fox, let's do it. Exciting, very sexy. We used to do it in Rewind 80s and For people sure. used to love it. We used yeah. to do it. Yeah. But we Maddie plays the shit out of this song. I bet. He plays the shit out of it. And uh we will do it again. I think it's time we bring Sammy out of the closet. It would it would play live a lot bigger than the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it does, it uh. does. But you've got to have the right Sort of sexuality about it yeah. when you sing it, and got to just go. You for can't it, just you? really. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do the voice. No. You have to be slutty. 
Yeah. Slutty and fucking horny. Go for it. Grab That's your tits. Right. But this was interesting because we never knew about Sammy yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. And she was a page three girl uh-huh. in the UK. So That's she was thing. making millions from that fucking That's right. newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And hiding the fact that she was gay. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, look, uh, you know, a lot of the artists that we're talking and exploring tonight – they were banking on being big sort of heartthrobs or sex symbols and their labels and their teams were like suppress you know yeah suppressing Absolutely. I, i'm not sure i'm not sure if um i can't even remember that's why george if, jumped in the dunnies that's right jumped in the dunnies <laughs> Is that what he did yeah for the record company yeah yes yeah yeah he wanted yeah, to yeah. get caught yeah right right yeah. Love that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, great. Like, really sexy song. Love it. Absolutely love it. She's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And my, I mean, a lot of fathers in the 80s, older men. Oh, God, yeah. Would fucking, their ears would prick up when this came on, the you know, the TV set. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't want that. Yeah. She wanted, you know, she was married for a long time to a woman. Yeah. I think, I think. Her love, her wife died not oh, that, is that long right? ago. Oh, that right? That's yeah, it's, tragic, isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I came close to meeting Sammy Fox in England because I did a single with the Slee Sisters. Yep. Who, her best friend is uh, one of the guys from the Slee Sisters. Yep. And they hang out all the time. How's that cat shit going? Oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I've got my odor toilet out of my bag. How full of it? I'm like it? rubbing it under my nose. Every like, day we go through this. You know how it's like a trauma. You know how undertakers put Vicks under their yeah. nose so they can't smell the corpses. <laughs> That's me in my odor toilet. Yes, you glad you look. Little champagne flute of pink the rose. freaking black cats. I'm sure shit every day. <laughs> There's not a day he doesn't shit. Who shits every day? Oh. I don't shit every day. Oh, I do. I do think you? everyone does. Nah, who has the time for that? I can't believe Fucking we're talking thing. about this, but how often no. do you go? Two, every two days, oh, three days. Sammy. But, you know, it's nothing to write home you about. You need more fibre in your diet. I've had porridge every morning oh, with linseed. Christ. Linseed and cinnamon. Did the cat eat the leftovers? I for think fuck's sake. I'm... He makes up for everyone in this house, that cat. But it is very bad. (laughs) It is horrific. All right, let's have another song. Yeah, good on you, Sammy Fox. Well, what did we have next on our little list? Soft Cell. Oh, yeah, okay. I put this in the show because I fucking love this song. It's naughty. It's mysterious. It reminds me of goth clubs and... I used to date a guy that used to play it all the time. He was the one that introduced it to me. Uh, And it's called Sex Dwarf by Soft Cell. Making the headlines sound 
very camp. I love it. Absolutely ache. And you know what? It's probably one of the best songs on the record. Yeah, right. I'm not a soft cell, tainted love girl. Right. No. It's a little bit commercial for me, but Sex Dwarf and we talk about Moon in Pisces just makes me feel like it's this world of magic. Yeah. That you know, you feel the magic in the music and that's what you don't feel nowadays. That's right. In music. And when you hear this in a club and the walls are black and there's people everywhere that like a melting pot of people. Yeah. Different people. It's exciting. God, yeah. Absolutely. And you really – it's the it's the um, way you find out who you are really. Yeah, yeah. When you're amongst people that are different because – you get this feeling, am I special, am I not special? Yeah. Maybe I'm special because I'm being, you know, accepted yeah. as part of this 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 crew. Yeah, you know? yeah. You used, to, you used to step into clubs into the 80s and it was fucking exciting. It was. There was something really fucking exciting about it. And gay clubs, I mean certain gay parties and gay clubs do have that element now. But generally the club They're all pink dollar. Oh. I think they're too pink dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's doing it now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And everyone's allowed to do it. Where yeah. you weren't allowed to do it if you weren't cool. No, that's right. You yeah. Know? There are look, there are sort of really underground gay parties like Barbara and I don't mean they don't do trough anymore, but that that was sort of Barbara? You know, pre- yeah, there's that's one called fantastic. Barbara. It was just just on this long weekend they just had gonna one. Go to Barbara. Yeah, I'm going to Barbara. Oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. They, I think it runs from Sydney. Is that in all oh, from Sydney? Yeah, but they have a de- they have them down here as well. Yeah. Oh, I would like to go to that. Yeah, we'll go next time. Are they young? No, are they too, I don't like youngies. No, I want older people. Uh, my two friends that were going were sort of, you know, of a of a uh, 30 40 an, an established age. Yeah. You know? And they and they're sort of I mean they're fit, but they And is it in Melbourne, Barbara? Yeah, I don't know where they host it. It's not like at Love Machine or anything like that. No, it's somewhere, no. somewhere a bit grittier. Love Machine just got hot ten years ago. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did a gig there and went, oh, this is shit. Well, this is the thing with sort of, I guess. They went there because they needed the money. Yeah, 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 that's right. Where yeah. There were venues like Three Faces and and uh, places in Melbourne that were doing. Oh, the where I used to hear Sex Dwarf was uh, Jeff Poehler used to run a venue called Subculture. Yeah. And it was in a warehouse in the city. Yeah. And it was incredible. And then it turned out to be another name and I was dating the DJ. And that's when maybe early 90s yeah. when it was still hanging around. Yeah, yeah. The um, Three Faces was always a an amazing club to walk into because it was so big and it was like yeah. full, like upstairs and downstairs yeah. just full. Full. Used to be open at five in the afternoon. Oh, fucking There's a hell. piano bar, I think, from memory. Oh, wow. Because I sang It's Raining Men at Three Faces with Havana Moon because we released it. Yeah, With yeah. Josh Abrahams. Yeah, yeah. And we – it was around George Michael time where everyone was wearing shiny pants and yeah. and like fluffy jackets and bra yeah. tops. But I loved it. Yeah, In yeah. fact, when you look back at a video – where there's little go-go dancers in shorts and and glow, but you know glow th- things. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting to see how much it's changed. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You there, know? there was such a sense of 
there was such a sense of freedom back then. You know, it it's not like that now. It's, it's, I don't know. Everyone's so conscious these days, mm. you know, and and everyone is a clone. It's mm. unbelievable. It's so much harder to be an individual, and even in the more niche clubbing markets, like you know, you sort of your goths or your ravers, or I mean, even they're copying each other. You know what I mean? Um, within those communities. Yeah, it's um. Well, it's, we we went out and then went to work. Yeah. And then went to work for the full day and went out again. And then went out again. Yeah. Kids don't know how to do that. No. And we were three or four days a week. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I remember my first time understanding that I was a little bit of a gay icon. Yes. My first time where I went. Why do these boys want to touch me but they don't want to root me? And it was grade two. No. <laughs> it was at Revolver upstairs. Yeah. yeah, right. And most of my very good friends come from the trivia night I had Revolver. Yeah. Because I was so lonely and I remember um, having crushes on boys yeah. that were gay yeah. all the time because yep. – they cared for me and they hugged me and they kissed me and I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I guess it just – you don't. Oh, ga- I mean, gays love strong women. And, and, yeah. and there's like if, if, they've, if you've got something of the diva about you, oh, my God. Like, you know, gays – I don't a long even think, history of yeah. diva worship. It from, wasn't even the fact that I was a diva. I was just ridiculous and just said shit that – no one else would say, yeah, you know. And, yeah. Um, that would have loved you getting away with it all. But know? I remember thinking, oh, that guy's not going to be into me because, no, that's not going to happen, you know. But it was really, really incredible to finally, I don't know, I've I've always had bisexual men as boyfriends. I've had everything. I've never really gone, yeah. You're the one or you're the one or yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I love yeah. people for who they are. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because I was brought up that way. Yeah. And the music industry was that way. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So Nonstop Erotic Cabaret is the record that Sex Dwarf is on. Yeah. I fucking think that song's great. <laughs> Nonstop Erotic Cabaret, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. What a what a great name. That's really cool. Love now it. we got now we have a special guest. We now do. we're going to give them a call. Yes, it's early in the evening. We don't want it to get too late because this uh, this um, person's a little not feeling the best. They're recovering from COVID, Sammy, and they oh, from cho- COVID from COVID. Oh, I didn't know that COVID, and then a flu on top of that, and they've still decided to be a good sport and come on our show. Now, guys, if you went clubbing in the 80s in Melbourne or Sydney or Adelaide. Adelaide. If you went, if you were clubbing in the 80s and 90s in general, you might know this person as Mr. Nigel, Nigel Andrew Arthur. You might even know her as Zoe Knox. We're I gonna know give her Zoe, Zoe Knox. We're going to give Zoe a call right now. Absolutely. Hello, Zoe. How are you going? Hello. How did you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lagged. Got- he lagged on me. 
I, I, I saw it on, on a, a, a mirror in a bathroom just randomly. <laughs> it was underlined with lipstick. <laughs> How are you going? I believe you're slightly under the weather today, so I really uh, thank you for joining us. It's, uh, we yeah. really appreciate it. Food Fed City and red wine. So, yeah, what, um, a, what a combo, know. huh? I know. But at least oh. I can talk. Oh, that's brilliant. Not, that's not a bonus. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> awesome. Um, God, there's so much to talk about and you oh, just yeah. must have so many. We're great. Yeah, we're really oh, good. We're sort of battling the cold and it was really important for us to uh, do this Pride episode because we've never done anything like that with the show in the sort of three and a half oh, years yeah. that we've been running and it's Pride Month and we really wanted to sort of celebrate it and uh, touch on these amazing artists and, and and talk to somebody who was there and in the community and very prolific within that community. And oh. um, you, you on, honest to God, you you were at the top of our list and so it's a really? huge privilege to have you on. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. I'm honoured. I had, um, yeah, I, I thought people had forgotten about me, but I'm honoured. Thank you. Of course not. Now, um, would you mind sort of mentioning a few of your contemporaries from back in the day? Actually, first of all, when did you start? Take us through your gender-bending journey. Uh, so we're talking about drag, are we? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, gender-bending. I've always kind of dressed up even when I was a little, like, seven years old, eight years old. I Actually... Now you got me thinking. When I first saw Nancy Sinatra, I um, oh god, this is going back <laughs> in the late sixties. Um, I wanted to wear a pair of boots, and I think I wore a pair of boots to school and with the mop on my head. Oh uh, wow! I know. So I've always been a bit mad in dressing up, but professionally, um. I started on stage around, I don't know, 81, 82. Wow, yeah. fantastic. Showed my legs and then he was a shoe. Wow. And what were the <laughs> clubs you were going to, Zoe, in Melbourne at the time that uh, were supporting uh, the, the community? Well, I grew up in Adelaide and then oh, I went okay. to Sydney and then I came to Melbourne in the early 90s. Right. So I'm not Melbourne born. No way. So I've lived here since like ninety one. Okay. Oh, yeah. lovely. And and sort of what were the you know in the eighties period? What were the kind of venues that you were performing at? And frequently. Well, in that, in Adelaide, I started, well, I um, started at the Master in Adelaide, and then. Um, Imperial Hotel in Sydney, which is where Priscilla was filmed, and then made my way to Three Faces. Yeah, I was going to say Three Faces. I used to see you at Three Faces a lot. Yeah, well, uh, I was friends with um, Loco and Guy, and then I came to Melbourne because I was working at the Art Centre on um, Sound of Music, so... um, Worked in wardrobe on many productions. Oh. Anyway, that's another world. But um, with the drag thing, um, I started with lipstick with Kerry Legault, Candy, and Doreen Manganini. 
Wow. I don't know if you know those people or not. Oh, of course. No, no I, I think um, I think one of the first times I saw you, it would have been in the 90s, I believe, and I think it was at, at the exchange. I, I think I'm right about that. It could have been a little bit later, but it was definitely uh, the exchange. I would do the exchange on a Sunday because Doreen would um, call me at the last minute because some someone wouldn't turn up, so I'd jump in on a Sunday. Oh, fantastic. Probably the Sunday you saw me there. Oh, I wonderful. I remember what I was doing then, probably Annie Lennox or Kate Bush, who knows. I used to see you doing a lot of stuff and it's funny because I never thought of you, I guess, as a drag artist. I, I no. thought, th- thought of you more as… Performance artist. Like a performance artist, yeah. yeah. I, was very much, I was very much influenced by Richard Sherrard. Yeah. He used to do my makeup, and then he… Uh, he did David Bowie's Scary Monsters album. Wow. Remember Bowie on that cover? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, the new romantic period all happened, so I was influenced by him. Wow. So, and then um, I just did a lot of character stuff. Yeah. I could be girly, I could be a boy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Gender bending. <laughs> yeah, Gender exactly. bending, that's yeah. right. That's what they called it in the day. Do you still see Loco or hear from Loco? Um, <laughs> uh, Loco and I, got, I've got history. I remember Loco um, uh, with lime peroxide mo- mohawk, yeah. and black contact lenses. And I said to him, you need to do a drag show with me. So, with me, so I put him in drag. That was probably 88. Yeah. Um, and then last time I saw him was with Banana Rama. Um, yeah, of course. He last in Melbourne at uh, the Forum. Yes. Oh, triggered me. My, yeah, you triggered me. I remember driving through Club in 1988 to see Banana Rama with Loco in the car. So that's, yeah. that's how dedicated we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because Loco did a lot of my album covers and I oh, know Loco. Oh, you're Sammy that yeah. he was talking about. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm the Sammy. I'm the secret's it. out. Oh, yeah. right, I've got it. So I, I do love Loco and I know he's a huge Banana Rama fan and, oh, and they love fan. him as well, you know. They love him as well. Oh, absolutely. And we've met them a couple of times now, yeah. Yeah. So, I so saw you do a yeah, David on. Bowie show. You did? Uh, I, I wonder what one. Oh, it was very long time ago. And I'm sure Josh and I went together and it was at Three Faces. It was at either a David Bowie show. This is going back a long oh, time ago. I know. It would have been um, Life on Mars with a red wig and a Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, that show was called Special Pay. Yeah, that, oh, lovely. That was a 70s, 80s show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how fantastic. That's why I was there. Absolutely. 70s yeah. and 80s show. Uh, yeah. And you've obviously met a lot of, because you're so elaborate and you're just so out there and you push the boundaries in Melbourne altogether, a couple of you that I know of, you met a lot of the famous people and hung out with them because they felt comfortable around you guys and you were one of them. You know what I mean? They never. Yeah, I have, mm. to be honest with you, um, from working in the theatre and also being at the club for, what, 17 years, mm. 
Mm. Uh, I was there for a very long time. Uh, I met a lot of people, and um, I remember seeing standing outside my shower oh, upstairs wow. and Gina Davis and, um, oh, a jo- oh, remember George, as in boy George, Gina, knocking on the dressing room door and um, he popped, popped his head in and went, oh, and I said, oh, my God, what are you doing? And then I said, oh, sorry, because I'm standing there half naked and I'm just unpacking and everything and it's like, I'll be out in a minute. And so there was all, I was totally shocked <laughs> because um, <laughs> I thought, oh, this George. But um had no makeup on, but anyway. Uh, so I met George. That was, I don't know what year that was, but um, I remember him saying I looked like one of the judges and he was always, oh, he's pulling my mini skirt down and <laughs> wanted, wanted to wear my shoes. And then he asked me to come over across the road and listen to his DJ set, just stuff like that. But I've met him a few, you know, quite a few times now. Yeah, he's, he's very, very friendly and very personable, isn't he? He's got a reputation for that. Well, I can always, be a bit naughty, though. Yeah. Well, it's only one night, <clears throat> excuse me, at the Metro where he was, uh, I, that's right, some guy threw a bottle of water. Mm. And he was the CJ in the Metro, so I went back and he wasn't very happy yeah. about that. The only time I've been in grumpy, mm. Mm. but I don't blame him. I was just, you know, you were talking about sort of going off to Bananarama and, um, you know, driving around with Loco in the car. And I was thinking of, uh, you know, you and I were having a chat earlier today and uh, you were talking about picking up uh, Pete Burns from the airport. <gasps> That's right. Thank you for remembering that. Oh, that was with Lindsay. That was um, the Notorious White Party. Oh, yes. Uh, Pete and I were on the same bill, the same night. But, um, yeah, he flew in from um, Japan, from Tokyo. That's right. And um, so Lindsay and I picked the band up and um, then we – Oh, that's right. And then um, I'm just thinking what happened that night. He was great. Loved Pete. He was so friendly. We got on really well. He went on about 2 o'clock, I think. And then I went on at 3. And where was that? What venue was that? That was at the um, Melbourne Showground. In the, oh, the big wow. wall, in the big wall shed. Oh my god! And it was the white party. Everyone was in white, and um, everyone. Oh, I remember everyone getting mad because the bar shut two o'clock. I think because yeah. everyone wanted to party. In those days, everyone partied till you know, right through. But um, absolutely, yeah, they closed the bar early, so people weren't happy. Oh god! But um. Oh, <laughs> I just remembered some, I won't mention her name, but she, um, at the time, Pete's um, wife, Lynn, was in the dressing room and um, one of the drag queens tipped the beer in her purse, so I wasn't happy happy about that, but oh, no. anyway, I won't go into negative <laughs> That's all right. We have a good old bitch on this show. I tell you, we we go for it. If you want to get negative, you go for it. Oh, I'd love to, but you know, 
I don't want to get um, what's the word defamation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and you can sort of get in the spiral, can't you? Um, now you're you're a big you're a big vinyls fan, and you and I have always talked about sort of vinyls. That, no, well, vinyls. It's a vinyl. right? I yeah. need, I, vinyls. I, I need to get the oh, oh, did you? There you go. Freudian I, slip. I went with Christine for two years. She was fabulous. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Oh, lovely. Is now, that what he's talking about? Sorry. No, I was referring to vinyls as in records. Oh, um, rec- I love coloured vinyls, yes. Yeah, you're a big collector, huh? Yeah, I love coloured vinyl, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> now, I'm. Uh, you're going to introduce a song for us and this, um, this, is, uh, this artist is a huge love of yours. Can you tell us who it is and uh, tell us a little bit about Marilyn? Oh, Marilyn. <laughs> you know, I never met Marilyn. I met Pete and George, but not Marilyn. But I've always um, had a soft spot for him because he was around the same time as the gender bender period. There was Pete and Marilyn and, and um, George. And, um, yeah, he... he had a couple of hits. Uh, I just like the guy. I just think he's wonderful, and um, uh, he's had his ups and downs. So, and I really love this song because it reminds me <laughs> of a certain time with my best boyfriend and and uh, another relationship I had. Yeah, but um, yeah. So this is Marilyn. Uh, you don't love me. Fantastic track. That's such a good pick. Oh, how cool. Oh, and I love that video when he's wearing that gorgeous corset. It's so tight. Yeah, <laughs> and open on his windsheet. I know. So cool. Oh, I'm a huge Mar- – yeah, that's right. I'm a huge Marilyn fan as well to say oh. that I still stalk him now. Have, have you been watching his YouTube? Oh, lately? God, I, lo- I love it. I love it. He's so real. That's what he's I like. He's so about great. It. 
I love it's him just, too. It's, it's like you're in the bedroom with him, watching him, isn't it? Oh, exactly. And I just want to jump into the hotel room and join him, you know, like it's <laughs> not that he yeah. care. But I the, – the thing with Marilyn is I followed him for many years and I went to Countdown and, and he came out and did Call In Your Name and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And you would have been in Adelaide then, yeah? Uh, that time I was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was excited that he was in the country. Who was the singer that died recently that used to sing with him? Claudia. Claudia, Miss yeah. Claudia, that's right. That was a huge she loss because, her, yeah. oh, absolutely. And I think when you are as big as Marilyn, that woman was just his uh, – Oh, yes. Oh, his support yeah. system, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember when the Maryland thing went down in Sydney when he got attacked? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that disgusting? Was it the officer that punched him in the nose or yeah. something? Yeah, oh, yeah, in awful. Sydney. But see, Maryland, see, this is where Maryland went wrong with the industry because he would just say what he thought. Yeah, yeah. that's right. right. He, and people didn't like it. No. <laughs> so, um, no. And he's always been like that. He has, and he and I don't think he'll ever not be that because exactly there's not many of us left that will speak the truth exactly with how they feel about the world and people. Hey, I was listening to you, you speak before um, something about a Pisces moon. Oh yeah, I have oh, a Pisces yes. moon. Do you have yeah, a Pisces so do moon? I. Yeah, have, we're the best. Yeah, we're I'm the best. Moon, okay, yeah, but yep, I'm a Sagittarius. Yep. You're Sagittarian, very worldly. Did you ever travel overseas, Zoe? Oh, yeah. With your, yeah. Where did you go? Oh, God. Italy, Switzerland, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about Pisces. <laughs> um, <laughs> USA, LA, Chicago, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Piscean moons love the dress up and the imaginary world. We live in that, you know. Yeah, well now I now I work for the block, as in the block shop, and I do my art now. So oh wow! Instead of doing the drag and the, doing wardrobe and theatre, I do my art. So, oh, that's beautiful! Wow! Yeah. So, Brilliant. So, so now I'm sixty now. I'm, I'm up there with with George and Marilyn and Lee yes. Barry, so I'm the same age. That's Lee Barry, right. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I met Lee Barry. Sorry, yeah, I'm, yeah, I do know uh, that you met Lee, yeah. Yeah, writers in 80, 83 something. Oh, wow. I don't know. And then he went to London. So well, he never right. came back. No. Yeah. So I would, I would drive to Melbourne and fly to Sydney and, yeah, I could never sit still really. With Richard, who has now passed away, but I'll shut up. <laughs> hey Zoe, I, I just just was going to drift away from music for a moment. We were sort of talking, you know. Th- obviously, the 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 landscape uh, for the the community has changed vastly from the eighties to now, and we, you know, particularly sort of with the artists that we're playing with in this show tonight. They were sort of strictly under, you know, contractual clauses and everything that where they they weren't allowed to reveal their sexuality. You know, they could be as they could be as uh. flamboyant as they liked, but they weren't allowed to sort of confirm it uh, and and talk about it as such. And we were, we were basically talking about, um, you know, the only on- one that did really was um, Bowie or Freddie Mercury. I mean. 
pretty mm. much she came out and said, I'm as scared to touch a girl yeah. in 78. Yeah, but no one, yeah. was, no one was listening. No, so, no. Yeah. yeah exactly. They didn't believe him or something or they just didn't care yeah, or what I, happened. They, they didn't see it. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, hello, there he is with black nails and the black gothic hair and the satin <laughs> and they just <laughs> – they just didn't get it together, did they? Yeah, it's just it's it's so interesting because I mean, in retrospect, looking looking at a, a lot of these artists that we're exploring tonight, it's um and you know of we're, we're not labeling anybody, but we're we're basically saying these artists sort of were important to the community at the time. Yeah, and and you you know you recognize them without oh, them. Oh God, yes. Yeah. When I was fifteen, I was glued to Bowie and Freddie. That's yeah. All I loved them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it, <laughs> it, it suggests that the entire community was was quite underground. Um, was there? Yeah. What, what was it like in terms? I mean, now everybody sort of speaks about their orientation and speaks about their gender and and all of that yeah. kind of thing. What was it like back then? How did it feel, sort of, within well, the was- community? It was just freedom. I mean, you could kind of wear what you want, and mm-hmm. yep. and everyone had would get together. It was more like a brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and we'd all go around each other's places, get ready. I mean, we'd dress up just to go out shopping. But now these days, it's just bland. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, nobody yeah. really. I don't get it. I mean, it's like what you, what you do on stage with your band. We were walking the street like that. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right, babe. Yeah. yeah. Chapel Street was a different street. You know, there were mohawks, there were people everywhere. And I that yeah. was the feeling I got because I sort of got the tail end of the 80s in the nightclub scene and okay. it did feel very free that you could express who you were. But yeah. nowadays I feel like you've got to label it and you've got to put it in a box and put it on display where that sort of stuff wasn't happening. And I was sort of saying that to Jay. I was like, I don't know whether these people that have done all the work for this community in the 80s really give a fuck about labels. No. No, uh, well, I can't get my head around it to be honest. Yeah. I mean, sorry if I'm offending anyone. but No, no, not at, not all. at all. It's important that we talk about it, you know, because there are those of us who I guess – you know, are supportive, are supportive of the community. But, like, I personally find the acronym LGBTQIA divisive. I, I, I you know, it, it was a lot easier when we were it was just easier sort of. in the 80s. We just said we're queer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and at least we were all sort of under the same banner, you know? Yeah, the same hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just become, I don't want to sound like an old grump. It's just become a bit more difficult these days. I mean, we've had to go through all that COVID shit. I think it's just become sort of political, you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't have ever become political. Like it it just should have been about being and having fun and being being weirdos together and loving each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. And we really... I don't really recall getting into drugs or anything. I mean, I have tried, but it was just all fun, and we don't yeah. look forward. We look forward to the lads, Pet Shop Boys, or the Divine, or 
release or you know yeah. um, all that. It was it was like um, how can I explain it to you, Jay? It's like coloured vinyl. So um, and having all that music around you and just I don't know, just it was just an entirely different world. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. But, but you can't live in that world anymore. That's right. That's right. You but, have to adapt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, always beautiful to sort of, I don't know, just stay in touch with your memories as well and just sort of... Uh, well, yeah, you've absolutely triggered mine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's oh, what we right. like to do on this show. That's well, even, like, even the straight punters that used to watch, say, Freddie Mercury or, you know, um, uh, Bronsky Beat and stuff like that, we never questioned that. We never no, went, what's just, the sexuality? I did get I a little bit sad. I okay anyway. Yeah, well, I didn't know really. I didn't know oh. the village people were gay. I didn't know. You know I met it them didn't well. matter. But, of course, you would have known. But, like, a little girl that's 10 just sees the Indian and the cowboy uh, and goes, this is amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, you would have been a baby. Yeah. A baby, you know, and... And I and my parents were buying the music. No one ever questioned it. My dad still loves Freddie Mercury, watches him every week. And it was just nowadays we've got to really put this label on everything and what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And um, it just wasn't that tricky really in the 80s. No, nobody really thought about sexuality. I mean it was no one's business. No, that's and right. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it. That's the only way I can put it. Like nobody really cared about sexuality. My family said, "Well, you are what you are. We still love you." So yeah, that's uh, right. Just people just I don't know. Make it so dramatic. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I remember having my whole uh, my whole bedroom wall covered in Marilyn. I, you know, oh, really? Oh, God, yeah, I had the smash hits with the sheet around him and just loved him. My whole – well, I remember my dad walking in and just looking at it and going, okay, that's where she's at because it wasn't anything to do with his – I knew nothing about his sexuality. It was the music. It was his voice. I loved but the fact his that look. His look was incredible. Yeah. And I was more of a Marilyn fan – than a Boy George fan. I think Boy George was a bit too commercial for me where Marilyn was – and I'm not a big blonde lover. I don't really like blondes that much, but I thought Marilyn was yeah, amazing. Me, me either. So, yeah, Marilyn. Yeah, and do you have I, the, agree, um, I agree. Do you have the record on vinyl? Um, album? I did have. I did mm. have – I gave a lot of my records to Matt. Matt's Matt Oh, yeah, Radio. Yeah, I only collect coloured vinyls, but I did have Marilyn's uh, Despite Straight Lines, Straight lines. And, and, you know, Love Me 12 Inch, Cry Be Free, yeah. um, Calling Your Name, yeah. And you love uh, Give It Up? Give It Up, yeah. Give It Up, oh my God, what a song. From the album. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, what can we say? I mean, he's an naughty. He's naughty, but he's still very entertaining and I don't know. I love his world. I don't know what it is. It's like getting drunk and taking drugs and watching someone do it instead of doing it yourself. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't think it is that, though, to be honest. I think yeah. it, 
Yeah, if you've been watching his YouTube videos, you will see that he's worried about his mother. Yes, yep. So, um... Very family-orientated. Yeah. So, uh... But I yeah. know that George and him have talked together recently. Yeah, well, they were in and out a lot with each they other. They always have been, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they have been. Is that Philip Salon? He's naughty as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not performing at all anymore or are you thinking about doing it again no. now COVID's over or? No, Sammy, I said to myself, I was like 20 when I started professionally and I said, uh, I'll give it till 50. So I stopped at 50 so 10 years ago. I haven't been in drag at all. Ah, and, okay. And it's my choice because I thought, no, my body's not up for it. I don't want to have plastic surgery to be mm. uh, up with RuPaul and all that sort of situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, drag yeah. race. Yep. Um, and I thought, no, fuck it. I'm just going to do my art. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing, being creative. Do you have a website for your art or anything? Yeah, I'm on the block shop, so... You'll have to type in Nigel Andrew Arthur. Nigel Andrew Andrew Arthur. Arthur. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. So people uh, can buy your stuff off there or how does it work? Yeah, the blog shop website. Brilliant. It's a shop close, a shop close down in um, Buddy COVID. So, yeah, I'm on the website. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, if our listeners want to buy some stuff, because I can imagine this stuff would be amazing. Uh, being a oh, Pisces moon no. as well. And, <laughs> I don't uh, put everything up though. I've got, yeah, I don't give everything out. So. And do you, do you live with anyone at the moment? Oh, no, I've been single for quite a long time. Oh, so you're right. Not I even love a flat mate. Cat. Yeah. I love my <laughs> yeah. Cat. Yes. Pardon? Cats are very good, aren't they? Yeah, Grace is gorgeous. She's a rag doll. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Wow. And and what what are you watching now on TV? Like what what? Can you hear it? It's Big Big Brother. <laughs> Not now. Like, <laughs> what do you like to watch? Do you watch old documentaries or do you like watch what drama? Do you yeah, watch like or what, what shows? What, what do you watch, Zoe Knox? Oh, I just finished watching um, the latest. Oh, I've just gone blank. The American. Oh no, I just finished watching Hack. Oh, Heck. yeah, that's not bad, is it? That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. And the latest, um, oh, my God, the latest gay show from um, America. Um, oh, the, the um, I just started watching it this week as well. Um, yeah, on Sam. That, you know, that gay one, Sammy, and they used to do, there was one in Britain, one set in Britain, and then they yeah. did, did a series. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, um. Like from years Queer ago. Queer as folk. Queer as folks back. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What did you think, Zoe? What did you think? Um, well. Of, of Queer as folk, of the, of the new one. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah. It, um, yeah, I did like it, but um, I'm not going to pick it to pieces, though. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> But yeah, I did enjoy it. It's quite yeah, it, it's look, look it's qu- it's quite powerful. I mean, it sort of 
it, it again was like another example of how things have changed. And I mean, I'm not just talking about kind of you yeah. know, in, in the in the old uh, in the old series, you know, they'd, they'd be popping pills, but in this one, they're smoking ice and shit. And oh, no. yeah, yeah, they're yeah, fucking and yeah. Doing, really, like, <laughs> yeah. full on. Yeah. I thought that was a straight thing to do, smoking ice. Oh no! Everyone gets really? into it. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. disappointed. Yeah, but it sort of—I mean, it, I did find it sort of did a little bit of political box ticking, which was annoying. And I always just think to myself, like, just tell the story, you know, yeah. like just just and talk about think, people. You kind of think, oh no, that wouldn't happen. You'd yeah, exactly. In there. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't happen. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's TV land. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Is there a sitcom? Is there a, a series in you, Zoe, about your life journey? Do you think? Me. Yeah. I mean, I sit- to yes. write books from so many people. Um, yeah. Um. Like do oh a show God. or just you know Adelaide, Melbourne, Australian version of what happened in the years and. How you all survived, and you should just... do a memoir. I could do it, but then uh, who would buy it? I mean, do I really want to go? I'd, I'd buy it. Um, <laughs> no, well, I mean, there needs to be an Australian that comes out with us with a show about the community in the eighties and what actually used to happen. I think because it was an incredible time. It was indeed and some incredible friendships. And music was magical, you know. We don't have that anymore. Very true. Then the 90s came along and then everyone was popping and then house music and um, trippy acid music and it was a whole different decade, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, phenomenal. But it was great though. 90s was great too. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun as well. Things changed when mobile phones came along. I know, and then nobody went out, and they all stay home with their mobile phones, and they get sex, sex on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Community, yeah. Oh, well, that's right. No one needs to do anything. Oh, Go to it. a nightclub. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, it is. It is. It's, it's not as fucking fun. Disgusting. Did you ever really? go to GAY in in the UK? GAY. Yeah. I don't know. I went to a few places in yeah. Soho. You might have like gone to the Underground Soho. Uh, yep. and, yeah. Yeah. So you've oh, travelled the world being a performance artist and had an amazing time, really. You've lived the way you've wanted to live. That's the basic story. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I don't know, I just, uh, how can I say it? I don't like to brag either. I'm just not, I just enjoy what I've done and, and I'm very grateful what I what's happened and yeah, I have no complaints. Is there a particular sort of you know in your in your career and and uh, you know within your memory? Is there a particular sort of pinch me moment? I can oh, remember. I can yes, remember so coming now. Go on. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, performing in front of um, twenty thousand in. Um, for Mardi Gras, 1988, that was wow. like, wow. oh my god, and that audience, and um, just to, uh, yeah, I'm getting the visual now. I'm, I was totally, um, 
oh, I can't explain it, but the sound of the audience was like, it was like a seashell. When you put a seashell to your ear. Yeah, yeah I know like, what you're saying. Yeah. And, Just that um, roar. Oh, my God, I've never had that. What did you perform at Mardi Gras? Um, I am what I am, and it was <laughs> the um, disco, brand new disco vision, and there yeah. was all the stakes from around Australia, and I was representing Adelaide. Wow. And where I met people like Penny Clifford in Sydney and, um, yeah, and Doug Lucas from Melbourne and, yeah, lots of people. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, how fantastic. Hey, look, it's been beautiful talking to you. I'm I'm sort of mindful of your delicate position and I, I, um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to allow you to um, preserve your beautiful voice and enjoy the rest of your red wine. Thank you, Zoe, so much. <laughs> Even though you're under the weather, you've brought so much colour and light to our shows. Thank you Have so really? much for having a chat. Yes, 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 absolutely. No, no, we don't lie. We hate people. We like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's interesting. We should take you out on this fantastic song, which I think we should call the song, the show. Yeah. Melting Pot. Uh, fantastic. Isn't, isn't it the truth? Yeah. Would Melting you like Pop. to introduce it? Culture Club and Helen Terry. Yeah, we put it down oh, for I you. Love this song. Look, it's oh, the wow. truth, isn't it? You know? Yes, what we need is a great big and melting pot. That's exactly Everybody, right. Get it together. Universal peace. Here it is, Melting Pot by Culture Club. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. Good Love night. Love you. Bye, darling. Bye, bye, bye. This song is called Melting Pot. Such a blue blood And a little bit of bitter in Fantastic. Wasn't that awesome to speak yeah. to Zoe? What a gorgeous soul. What a good sport. And, yeah, very gentle soul. And you just think of all the things she's done all around the world and the things she must have seen. 
yeah. in the 80s and just watching everything change, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not relating to it. Yeah, Because yeah. they've done all the work. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. all the work's been done for the bitches. Gotcha. You know, everyone that's now. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no work. Yeah. I remember the work. I remember the work they did of just going out there and being themselves and – Getting on Countdown dressed as gender benders. Yeah. I remember when Boy George came out and half my friends were up there on stage, yeah. you know, and I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ended up meeting a lot of them. Exactly. I mean, we, we talk about, you know, these days trans visibility and, and so forth. Mate, back in the day it was the drag queens who were who were visible like within the community. They were so, so important to the community and uh, just being brave and putting themselves out there and sort of performing on stage and, mm. you know, there was, there was such a bravery to it and, mm. and they were tough, you know. Mm. You, you, you can hear sort of – I love them. Oh. They were tough as they throw their heel to your head. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember just – I remember sort of uh, – Going up, I think it was, I think it was like Lucy Loose Box and oh, Lucy Loose Box, Lucy Loose Box, and who else? No, for me, it was inspirational to see a human being tell another human being to get fucked. Oh yeah, because I was very shy when I was young, but when I watched this happen, yeah, and I watched the strength of them, that was inspirational to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm the, like that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't put up with much. I'll send an email saying go fuck yourself and then feel good about it. Yeah. And I think that's what is really important. It's funny because the um, the, the drags are extremely lovely to you until, you've, until you're tactless or rude, and then they will fucking let you know in no yeah. uncertain terms. But that's how it should be with everyone. Yes. Why do we have to pretend that we like someone? Yeah. I certainly don't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, fuck. Anyway, thank you, Zoe. I hope you guys out there enjoyed it. And I yeah. think I think it also, you make a very good point. The work has been done and the ground has been broken by people like Zoe I think we really should have uh, a respect these days for um, those that those generations of people yeah. who have really done it tough. Yeah, I mean the community. But it was come magical so for them. Yeah, and it really wasn't an issue. Uh, Joshua Rhodes, I want to say hi to him. I tried to ring you the other day, babe, but your phone numbers changed. So maybe SMS me, but I think mine's phone numbers changed. Um, people like that that. Went out into the club world and did the Lee Bowery, like Josh does Lee Bowery. Yeah. And used to come to my shows. They're just amazing. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, fantastic. And they're always up for fun and a party and they always love music. I love that. Now let's talk about Yorgo Mahali. Yes. He probably went through a lot. Oh, God, yeah. George. Because gotcha. – he had the contractional, you cannot tell anyone you're gay in Wham. Yeah, contractual, yes. Is it contractional? Yeah, contractual. I'm drunk, yes. contractual, oh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and he, he had did. to he really, really did. that's the phony Sony thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. He had to hide it. And I think that's how far we've come now Yeah, where 
I mean, the guy is no longer alive, obviously, but yeah, he did a lot of the work in going, well, this is who I am, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of my favourite George Michael tracks. Oh, mine too. He, I, I guess... I guess the thing with George, similar thing to Sam Fox, they were they were making their careers from being massive heartthrobs, you yeah. know. They were really yeah. – and, and especially with George, it was to be number one. Yeah. Like George was the biggest thing in the world at a certain stage and he was like – He was. He was like Elvis in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. sort of – Hypersexual, like hyper masculine artist up there, you know, um, and with he was an incredible really going voice, yeah, yeah, and beautiful to look at, you yeah, know, yeah, that real sort of and every Greek. woman wanted him, absolutely, you know? yeah, every yeah. woman did want him, yeah. yeah, I never wanted him, but I've said that on the first episode, yeah, 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 and he went, I can't, I remember the first episode we did, we talked about. Keller's Whispers yeah. and how the bitch walks through the boat and looks yeah. at him like. <laughs> yeah. I had that happen to me at a show when I got dumped and I the remember. new girlfriend. You've yeah, mentioned so we've it mentioned this. Here. It's yeah. a very big issue for me. Um, this one is not Keller's Whispers. No. But I love this track. My God. I love this song. Cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Have a smoke, people.
sexy song. Gorgeous. So beautiful. God, his voice yeah. is just so it's sexy. Amazing. amazing. And remember episode 83, we did a Wham! George Michael special. Yes. Top 10 George Michael hits. Yes. And that was in that show. Yep, beautiful. We've Love done a lot song. of shows. We haven't done a lot of shows. A lot of shows. And Georgie, we did, don't know how it happened, but we did do Georgie. Now, right before, you know, COVID blow up and everything, we, we were going to do a live show and a trivia night. Yeah, we combined. were. We were. We've got to do that, mate. Yeah, we do. Huh? That'd be interesting. Got to get out there. Got to get out there, baby. We've got so much going on, but, you know, let's do a bloody live Yeah, podcast. I think winter's hard. People oh, yeah. are a little bit lazy and yeah. stay at home. All but don't stay at home, we'll guys. Go out and have some fun. Yeah. We'll be locked down again in six months. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> forever probably next time. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, no. Father Figure, great track, great album. Yeah, fantastic album. Great Beautiful. video. Really cutting edge. I love the chick in it. Yeah, he looks great. He looks great. In it. Yeah, I mean, he looks great in all of his clips. But um, we sort of wouldn't see a lot of him after this era within his clips. You yeah. know, um, he did sort of withdraw and wanted to make it more about the music, and he was sort of really sticking it up the record company. Yeah, you know, soon after this because he was just rebelling against his own his own image. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I don't think I've ever known George to go out with a woman or be married to a woman. He was just. I remember him sort of being linked to people, you know, in the 80s. But who knows? It was probably. Yeah. It was probably his marketing team or who knows? He probably, you know, did. Yeah. Did have girlfriends or or whatever. He he, he sort of, he he talks about that sort of early. Oh, no, Sorry. I want your sex. The chick in that oh, yeah, video right. he was linked to. That's You're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you think about it. Yeah. And we were all thinking, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But when he did come out, he came out. Yeah. And that was the thing I was talking about when he was in the toilets in I think it was London in the park. Yeah. Where the copper came in and tried to root him and then they arrested him. Tried to root him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he – They um, set him up, didn't he they? He set him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tra- <laughs> well, Instead of he... entrapping him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well I mean, George <laughs> thought he was – Tried to root him. I think George thought he was going to get a root, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, you're right. Because they used to he, send – He didn't try to root him. He just made out like They used to gonna... send the young stunning cops in it to was sort that of bad. Entrap, yeah, yeah, yeah. entrap dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like all he needed to do was come out with the record company. Yeah. But I think he did it on – he knew yeah, this was yeah. all happening, didn't he? I think – I think so, you know, so certain rumours go. And then he, the new single comes out with the coppers and the girls and – Yeah, yeah. What was the single where he was – had out, the helicopter on the roof. Outside. Outside, Talk, Talking yes. about having sex outside. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's it. You know? I think he was just sort of. I reckon that was a tough time for artists around the nineties. Yeah, when that sort of all was going down because we yeah. were just going through that whole. You can't be. You can be. You can't be. You can be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. A few people were sort of stepping out and being brave, but yeah. All right, lovely. Let's keep moving. Good on you, Georgie. Love you, R.O.P. Let's yeah. go for a bit of a rock chip now. Yeah, very good one too. Ah. Uh, 
Joan Jett. Mm, she loved a cover. Oh, she did love a cover. Loved yeah. a cover. First one was I Love Rock and Roll and then this one. I remember this song coming out and really loving it. Crimson and Clover. So it was by the Shondells. Yeah. Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah, that's right. But look, obviously it was for a woman. You know, yeah, and she looked quite masculine in this video as well. Yeah, I don't know if Joan has ever confirmed, you know, like if she has ever sort of confirmed her her sexuality, but she did really appeal to, yeah. Oh no, she's definitely confirmed it. Has she? Yeah. If she hasn't, she should. I can't remember her ever speaking about it. Oh look, I don't think she was around long enough to, babe. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah. It sort of went, I love rock and roll, Crimson and Clover, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you see her now and you and you, and you watch her perform and Zach's performed with her. Oh, Zach's yeah, right. Interest, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. You know. And yeah. you know what? Maybe she doesn't want to confirm it. Nah, nah. In public. The, the thing is. Because they're older, they don't. Yeah, no, that's right. Why should they? It's, yeah. It's, it's You know, this is sort of, I, I guess, the point we're making wasn't important that they confirmed it. Like she, she, um, um, people, people like this, they drew their own audience. You know, everyone knew. We never knew. I never knew. Yeah. That she was. Yeah. You know, I love rock and roll. I love that track. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought she was a tough chick, like a tomboy. And it was really interesting because if you look at Joan Jett and then you look at Chrissy Amphlett, it's the same thing really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, just tough chick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't until later on where I thought, okay, yeah, maybe there's something here but still incredible, incredible guitarist and was obviously came from um, – the Runaways. The Runaways. I noticed Maddie had like a Runaways poster in his in in the other room there. Oh, in, in the studio. Never seen it. Yeah, Runaways. Oh, we poster. went and saw the movie in LA. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, he oh. took me to the movie in LA because yeah. it wasn't out in Australia, which was great. The movie's I thought great. The movie was really good, mate. The girl that plays the blonde one, Cherie. Sherry Curry. Yeah. What's her name? Sherry Curry or whatever it is. Yeah, but what's her real name? Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, it doesn't matter. When she does the whole peace thing or the fucking, it was just so me. I yeah. was like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, and that was the thing watching these women no matter what their sexuality, the fact that they were tough and they were in control made it exciting. Yeah. Because you've got to remember we didn't have that many female icons nah. around. That's right. And whether she's done two or three singles, she's made her mark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Love it. I love that Crimson and Clover. I think that would be a great song live because it starts really slow and sexual and then it goes. It's it's almost like the Bangles' uh, Hazy Shade of Winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely that's right. different. I was thinking of yeah. that. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah, yeah. Now, should we go to the next one? Now, I just thought I meant would yep. mention mm-hmm. in the film Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. What a name. That's right, yeah. Dakota, Dakota. Fanny. Yeah, Dakota Fanny. <laughs> Dakota Fanny. And I thought it was Dakota Fanny yeah. for a long time. D- Dakota Fanny and paint. I yeah, no, know. she's very good, yeah. Dakota. Yeah, she is. Fuck Any child that's been given a weird name like Dakota 
is going to be amazing. Well, her sister's an actress as well. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Do you want to go to the next one? Yes, let's do it. Because we've got a few. Uh-huh. Here he is. <laughs> a long bit. Very catchy song. Absolutely love it. From the Serious Moonlight Tour, he used to close the he used to close the entire show with this song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Bowie fans didn't love it that much. No, they didn't. It's, it, a bit too I, commercial, commercial for them. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's um, it's strangely sort of boppy, like has a retro feel to it, doesn't it? Which is interesting because it's sort of it's co-produced by Nile Rogers. Yeah. Um, so you would expect something. Funkier, I oh, guess. I love it. Yeah, I love this song too. I love, I love the Let's Dance album. Yeah, but I just love Bowie. Yeah, you know? yeah. and I understand that early Bowie doesn't really appeal to some people. Then it appeals to people big time, and then this stuff doesn't work. You yeah. know, but um, yeah, modern love and it's sort of what we're talking about. Modern love. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly right. You know what I mean? Bowie, I don't Bowie, at the beginning of his career, wearing a dress, yeah. walking around London, was gay. Yeah. You, you know, I, yeah. I don't know how he did. He, Bowie transcended fucking everything, every label mm. to the point that Didn't like care. no one cared. Exactly. No one cared. No one cared. He was just Bo- he was just Bowie. Oh, he, he could have David dressed up Bowie. as Marty Monster and I would have loved him. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and that's the thing. People and it's and it is a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset. Yeah. If you give a shit, mm. everyone will give a shit. Yeah. But if you don't give a shit, like I don't give a shit if anyone doesn't like me. Yeah. I've said stuff on this show that's not right, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> because it's just it's gotta be done. 
or I get cancer. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to do it. Yeah. And I think Modern Love, wasn't he dating the ballerina in the show? Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah like she was as boring as batshit. <laughs> but anyway, he dated uh, her. I've stalked her a bit as well. Um, I always think of uh, Bowie in terms of, you know, the, the film – Velvet Goldmine. Yeah, which that's was like, right. Yeah, I was like going to mention that. Like a loose autobiography. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, but not, there's not a lot of truth loose. in it. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> exactly. It was sort of, I guess, an exploration of the, um, I guess, the relationship between David Bowie and… Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Yeah. And… Um, now, I, Iggy, you wouldn't think, would love the cock, really? Would you? I think enough drugs and everyone loves the cock. You know what? It's exactly that. Yeah. In the 70s and the 80s, we all experimented. Yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. Yeah. With everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we wanted to experience life. Yeah. It wasn't go to bed, go to job. But we were were creative. Yeah. We didn't get up and go and do a fucking printing job and then come home and watch Sale of the Century. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were different people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah, know. Exactly. Now there's a moment in Velvet Goldmine where Christian Bale's character, Arthur, who's like the sort of narrator or the central character, you know, he sees he sees uh, Brian Slade, who's the, who's the David Bowie character on TV, and he's doing a performance on like Top of the Pops or some shit. And and uh, Christian Bale's character is pointing to the TV saying to his mum and dad like, see that? That's me, that. Yeah, yeah. And that moment is exactly what I'm talking about. It was Every like, single person that's creative has had that moment. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolutely. right. And especially for the community that we're talking about, yeah. seeing these artists Absolutely. was so important. Mm. They didn't know for sure if they were strength. gay or straight or whatever. That's right. They recognised the creativity yeah. and just the the difference. They yeah. were different. There yeah. was something different about them yeah. and they recognised themselves in that. And that was so, so important. Um, who do we name Maddie Slade after? Yeah, Kurt, um, f- Brian. Brian Slade. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, he know, you know, he knows. Yeah, himself. well, Brian looks, oh, Maddie. He looked exactly like I him. don't know anyone's name tonight. <laughs> uh, um, Maddie looks like the guy in that movie. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? That's right. Yeah, yeah, bloody Brian Slade. Maddie looks like Brian Slade. What's his real name? Oh, uh, Jonathan Rhys Myers. Jonathan Rhys Myers. Yeah. Even my friend Vince. Oh, he does. He always has. Yeah, always has. I shit myself when I first met Maddie because yeah. I thought it was fucking him. I thought it was John. I was like, fuck. Well, but I, I knew, didn't. I fucking hated him. I knew Maddie from um, uh, Mandy Kane. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you know, I recognised him from that. We didn't get along that well. Yeah, right. Straight up. Yeah. Well, he might have liked me but I didn't like him. Flash to 15 years of Matt, fucking. You know, Matty. Matt, very, very quiet. Very, very quiet. Yeah. And, and, and reminded me of my ex boyfriend dressed up. Oh, yeah, right. So that was the issue with me. Yeah. I was like, no, never Matt going to. quiet again. until he pulls out like a sledgehammer <laughs> of a comment, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a th- <laughs> uh, flamethrower. <laughs> so fucking funny. Mm. Love it. No, Bowie, incredible because Bowie didn't think about. What he was doing, or who you know, yeah, had an incredible life, yeah, and died young, obviously, yeah. yeah but yeah. what didn't he do? 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, and I really love how Aman is so open about it and sort of treasures the anniversaries of them and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm going to take tell you from experience going out with a bisexual man yeah. is an experience because yeah. you can either be scared of it yeah. or you can embrace it. Yeah. And they're more loyal than straight men. Yeah. I yeah. hate to say it. Yeah. But they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There we are. Good on you, Bowie. But, yeah, now this track is a killer. This song and this vocalist Another is Another rock chick. Is it? Is it? Um, I don't know. What have I done? Oh, yeah. What have I done with her? Shit. Here you've, she is. Hang you've on. hidden her. I've hidden her, mate. All in love is fair I turn the cheek And I feel the slap And the sting Of the foul night air And I know You're only human And I haven't got talking room But tonight while I'm making excuses Some other woman Is making love to you Somebody bring me some water I'm sorry, she's very tiring for me. Oh, really? I yeah. fucking love this album. I want to punch her in the head. Really? Yeah. I you love this album? I fucking love this album. Well, that album. explains Richard Marks. I'm not a fan. But the thing is, this album is not like the rest of her uh, discography. Well, this was the first album, wasn't it? Yeah, this was the first album. It sort of, I don't know, it did it did very much mellow after she really, uh, you know, became famous. There was a lot of anger in this album. Yeah. And, and this song is about like jealousy yeah. and fucking. Because she was in an open relationship. Yeah, yeah. With a, with a woman. Yeah. Because she, I think she, they lived in separate cities uh. and and um, she, Melissa, uh, didn't want to have an open relationship but the partner did, you know. Of course. Because it was like Why living separately, she? like so fucking hard. And. That whole lyric about somebody, somebody bring me some water. Can't you see I'm burning a lot? Like she, yeah, rage and jealousy and like it just gave. You, you can hear it in the delivery as well. Like I don't know. I loved loved this song and I loved this album. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, right. Too needy. Yeah, I don't okay. like needy people. No, neither do I. Neither do you I. Know, yeah. If you accept that I'm in an open relationship, I do like the anger though. Like, I I like the anger. Is, I is can't it anger stand, or ego? Well, maybe it's ego. But, <laughs> you know, I may, think it's ego. Maybe it's ego, but like, I don't. I don't mind if that neediness is expressed through anger when it it's expressed with like just wetness and like. 
that whole dragging down. I don't know. I see this as like fire. I don't see it as being like wet, like a wet blanket, you know. I don't know. I had a straight friend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. First one ever. Uh, And his girlfriend at the time came out and opened with this song. Oh, right, yeah. And I knew straight away. She's a muff diver. Yep. Light switch. And did not know what to do. Yeah. Did not know what to do. Yeah. Now it's worked out where she has come out. Yeah. And they have a fantastic relationship together. Yeah. But I remember going, no one would do this song unless they muff dive. I can't believe that he uh, didn't realise. No, well, they would. They don't. Yeah. Men are not that quick. Yeah. You know, they're not that quick. But I didn't say anything. I only said something when they split up. It's happening uh, to some somebody that we know. Right. Uh, currently as well. Are they singing this song? No. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> obvious. But um, I actually think I've seen Melissa Etheridge live with my yeah, friend right. Cindy. Yeah. It was either her or the motels. I can't remember but I love the motels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I she really was see, very good live. I see a lot of, um, what's her name, that Aussie chick. Oh, Natalie. No. What's her name? The guitarist uh, you know, chick? Baby Animals. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Oh, heaps. No. Heaps Nat Allison's of, like her. Heaps of Melissa. Do you know Ever- Nat Allison? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me very much of. I um, saw Nat, Nat Allison during the pandemic, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's very good. Mm. And I think people like Nat Allison watching someone like Melissa Etheridge and stuff and oh, FEMA yeah. would, has definitely helped guitarists yeah. and stuff that are women. Fuck yeah, yeah. I don't – I've never met Nat but she's pretty dynamic. Yeah. And I'm not saying Melissa's dynamic but just a little bit whingy for me. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't no. want to know that you want to fuck me. Yeah, okay. I'd rather know you don't want to fuck me than it's more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Oh, <laughs> no, that's right? fun. All right, let's keep it going. What we got next? Oh, well, I love this one. Next. I love this one. It's me. Oh, oh mate. now this is a fucking killer. Yep. I haven't heard this for a long time. Did you like this? I loved it.
very good. Love Kills, the very first solo release for Freddie Mercury. Now, that's interesting because I don't remember it being that good. Mm. Oh, at the time it was it was slammed. Yeah, but it's very good. Love it. And all Jordi, the members Jordi of Emma Queen Rota. played on it. Yeah, no one knew but they were all sort of uncredited. Yeah. And yeah. they sort of, uh, um, George Amorita will say no more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They came. I guess they they. It was revealed that they were involved like one by one. You know, over time. Well, if you can't hear Radio Gaga in that, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 1984, 10th of September. Mm-hmm. I love September dates because it's around my birthday. Yes. And Frankie was a. Uh, sorry, Frankie. God bless my fucking. <laughs> um. Freddie. Freddie was a Virgo. Mm. So he'd be really full on about releasing stuff around his birthday maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I really think that song is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Didn't it flop? It did, didn't it, a little bit? Uh, yeah, it just criticised, I think, uh, people wanted Queen. Because Queen, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this is... This like a dance, this is a disco track, you know. It's great. Um, and this was for Moroda was doing the soundtrack to like a remake, not a remake, but a restoration of Metropolis. Uh, Metropolis. Yeah. And that's all the visuals in the film clip. Yeah. You see all of that shit in there. Yep. Um, I love Metropolis as well. Big that Metropolis was a big influence on Madonna and with uh, what was it? Fucking um, express yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, now, the, something really interesting and I think really beautiful as well. This song was never performed live. Oh, no, really? Never performed live until uh, Queen and Adam Lambert started doing it as well. Oh, they have? Yeah. Now, yeah. he's putting on a bit of weight. Oh, I saw him at the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. That, Come that, on, stop. That was, but um, he's getting older now. That was my friend's one takeaway from that entire takeaway, excuse the pun, was the, the entire. <laughs> Too much chicken. Yes, that's right. The 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 Jubilee, that was yeah. my friend's one takeaway really? from that entire thing. Who's bloody, your friend? Because we would get along. Bloody Adam Lambert's uh, put on, on a bit, bit of weight. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really excited about that. He always had the fat gene. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, but I didn't think it had come through before. How old would he be now? Oh, I don't know. I remember I remember Joan um, Rivers. Rivers. <laughs> she was she tore him apart on that. Uh, remember they used to do that fashion show and they just yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. tear people down I love for that what they show. were. Yeah. And um, she said uh, a photo of Adam Lambert came up and she said, I hate it. He looks like, <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> He he looks like the the little boy that works behind the counter at the Mac um yes. at the Mac counter Mac in, counter yeah the Mac counter in the yes. fucking department store very true and he did slightly slightly podgy because yeah. he had this big sort of like a dress like a like a like a shawl like yeah. a a fucking some unisex thing yeah and like you know heaps of makeup did you and love stuff. Um, Diana Ross how she mimed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Note or two. Yeah. But, I mean, she's getting on. She, yeah. But she yeah. came out, she was a trooper. You know the Queen requested all of those people? Yeah, 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 definitely. I thought that was awesome. I thought Diana Ross was definitely a request because I haven't seen her fucking do anything for years. Yeah. She must have been like, but oh, I remember okay. hearing going, gee, her voice is very good. Yeah. And then 
a couple of things were missing and I was like, oh, okay. uh, I see what's going yeah. on. But the hair looked good. Yeah, the hair looked great. Uh, Duran were amazing. They were good. I thought his voice was great. I thought yeah, Simon's Simon. voice was great. Always had a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not Live Aid. Obviously, yeah, Live yeah, Aid, yeah, he yeah. fucked it. But they yeah. were all fighting. Yeah. And there's a lot of anxiety to go through when you're fighting with your band. Yeah. That you just want to go home, you know. Um, I always thought Simon was good life. Yeah. I, when I saw him at the Metro, I thought he was amazing. Yeah. But it was an interesting, yeah. I'm not surprised that the Queen did pick a lot of those artists. Nah, that's right. Yeah, explains, I guess, the it's quite random lineup. Now, lovely segue from the Queen back to Queen the band, back to Freddie Mercury with Love Kills. What a fucking great song. Great track. Awesome. Let's keep it moving. What do we got next? We got this one. To do this song in Rewind 80s. It's a fucking strong falsetto. I can sing it. I can okay. sing it. I would tear the fucking roof off with this. Oh. In the theatres. Didn't you used to do it in night version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, we, we did, um, oh, what was the band that did a cover of it? I can't remember. The, the, the Fire. I think the band's name was something like that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. 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 No, look. Pretty strong vocal. Um, not pretty, amazing. I, I can do it like he does it. I, I practice this. I love this song. This is this song. I, I reckon in the theatres it, it'd be amazing. It'd be yeah. like um, it'd be like um, fucking spin me round. 
you know, like that kind of disco oh, kind of vibe. Oh, it's a bit harder than spin me round. I'm talking about the feeling of it. The feeling is always, yeah, I think he did that in Night Version and Maddie wasn't cool on it. It was, it, a was different, a bit, it was a different different version. It was a different song. I mean, look, yeah. if you can sing like this cunt, you shouldn't be in my band, mate. <laughs> That's the reality. It's just falsetto all the way through. Yeah, but it's a strong, ah, like it's a fucking Sylvester falsetto. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. Yeah, I'll hear it. Yeah, I'll have yeah. a listen, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, but, like, it's just, oh, look, I've heard people try and do it. Even on like the reality TV shows and yeah. gone, nah. Yeah. He yeah. is incredible. There's a certain treatment of the vocal. You've just got to completely embrace the falsetto. Yeah, but it's not just falsetto. It's a chest falsetto. Yeah, yeah. It's got a power to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go, sits around and you don't It's not that. It's not going to work. No. It, it's a sound that needs to connect power. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, yeah. I, yeah, look, amazing song. Now this song, I I know how important this song is mm. to, you know, was to young gay dudes. This was one of the tracks where it was spoken about, it was really claimed. You heard it in the lyrics you the heard video. it in the video. Yeah. The video is fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. I, I can just it is. I can just think of like a thousand dudes that I know that this was their experience, yeah. you know. Yeah. And just Absolutely. the whole the whole thing of like coming from a small town, being the only gay in the village, and to dare show your feelings, uh, you know, about a another guy. And your family turning their back yeah, on you, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, And it's just fucking heartbreaking. It was like the gay version of Wham Rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where the parents just did not want you to be like that. Yeah. Uh, he had a very interesting look about him as well, a very English look. Yeah. And it was it was almost typecast. It was yeah, bizarre. that's right, yeah. Because it was like... I remember watching this as a kid and understanding it as well. Yeah, got as it a straight girl. away. It's it's and I was like so perfect in all of its parts. Yeah, really, it was. It was mm. heartbreaking because you were like, this guy has, and then there was the devil guy in there that would look at him with those eyes. Yeah, 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 and like cock tease him. Yeah, I think it was a cock tease that used to upset me because it was like. I'm going to bash you as soon as you try yeah, and root me. Exactly, exactly. You know, and yeah. that was the thing that I found really offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understood it as a kid. I mean, what year are we talking here? 83? This was 84, this one. 84? Yeah. Yeah, 84. So I'm 14 and I'm watching this and going, okay, it's pretty dangerous for people yeah. that have – a different sexuality. Yeah. And th know? this sort of really, you know, this really displays how actually dangerous it was for gays who were out or who were outed through their circumstances in in the world, you know, it was a crime and and um people were getting bashed and killed, you mm. know. Mm. And um the the thing in this film clip that really breaks my heart is him 
leaving home and going mm. to shake his dad's hand. The dad won't shake his hand. Yeah, yeah, which happened it a lot. It just fucking breaks my yeah, heart. Yeah. It actually just breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, well, that's what parents were like. Yeah, yeah. I guess the... I guess Well, the, some of them were, not all of them. Not all of them, but fuckloads were. Fuckloads were, yeah. you know. And, and um, um, the... the I guess the the silver lining to it is that a lot of these boys just escaped to the city and found their community there. Yeah. That's what happens in this clip. Yeah. And Bronski Beat had a huge career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With great songs. So they were really open about their sexuality straight out. Mm. Straight out the gate. Yeah. This is what we are. And we still all embraced them and did, you know, Beat Boy, even though that was another singer. Beat boy, beat boy, hit that perfect beat. Like we all knew. Yeah. But it wasn't an issue. Yeah. The songs no, were great. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Jimmy Definitely Som- a groundbreaker. Jimmy Somerville, of course, very important and um, famous from uh, Bronski B and the Commonards. Yeah, 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 that's right. Awesome. Love that track. Let's keep going. What have we got? Oh, we've oh, got the shit now. We do. It's awesome. I'm being haunted. haunted. I am being Love that track. I love all that That was tracks. a camp remix, wasn't it? Yeah. Love it. There is something in my house. 1986, this uh, December 1986. And, you know, you just you listen to the difference between, I guess, this coming out in 86 and then in 84 with the previous track, Small Town Boy, and how far the high energy scene had developed. And, of course, this was Stock Aiken and Waterman. Um, but this was actually the track that they had lots of friction on. It, um, Pete wanted to use the lyric Wicked Queen and um, I think it was Mike Stock that uh, didn't take offence to it but he didn't want to limit the track to it being uh, like a gay, you know, being labelled a gay track. Mm. So um, Mike Stock's a bit weird. Yeah, so he sort of 
He wiped it. He wiped it from the track. Pete Pete sort of objected and said, no, it's going in and recorded it. But then later um, Mike Stock wiped it and it was uh, Pete Waterman that insisted that it go back in. But by then um, uh, Pete, Pete Burns had had enough and had walked away. And if you like... Oh, Pete Waterman said that. Pete Waterman said put oh, it back in. Yeah. yeah, right. He was open to a lot of stuff, Petey. Yeah. he Mike Stock was a bit different. Well, it was more like he was saying like, no, let him do what he wants to, you know. Let him oh, do yeah, because they'd do. already done the biggest hit Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. With uh, You Spin Me Round. Yeah, it's like you know, he knows what he's doing. Let him do his thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he is very good. Like, I have met Pete Waterman and been in the office with him and spoken to him. Yeah. He is really logical about that kind of stuff mm. and letting the artist grow. Yeah. But I, like for me, Spin Me Round's probably their worst song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's so much more interesting stuff. Oh, God, yeah. 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 And I had their live DVD or live video yeah. of them live in concert, mm. Dead or Alive, mm. and I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. And it was incredible, mm. you know, because the sound, the songs are very different. And Pete Burns started doing a little thing, you know, stuff that was different because he felt he could because they'd had hits, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right, Yeah. But, yeah, great track. Yeah, wonderful. Love it. And, you know, Pete Burns, definitely a groundbreaker. Yeah, for sure. That's right. Pete Pete was often asked if he was, uh, tra- if he identified, you know, la- later in his life when <clears throat> I guess the a lot of the terminology was being coined and, and used in the mainstream and he, w- he was asked by a journal, uh, many journalists, like, are you trans, you know, because you've, you've obviously sort of modified your body and and you you look like a woman are you trans and he said no i'm i'm not i'm just pete well that's exactly my point yeah the, the the labels weren't around you were just creative and did what you what you wanted to do yeah yeah you know uh and you know the labels are for normal people yeah they? yeah they're not really for the people that need them yeah for people that need labels, mm. we label. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. Like Tupperware, <laughs> you know. Uh, but people that are strong in their self don't need it. No, they're more interested in substance, mm. you know, content. Absolutely, and just doing what they want. Yep. Brand New Love is a great track too. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Brand New Lover. But I think out of all the Stock Aiken and Waterman artists I like – it would be dead or alive. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Because it was – even though they were Stock Aiken and Waterman, the tracks were different. Yeah, that's right. Different subjects. Yep. There is something in my house, Brand New Lover. And Spin Me Around would be my least favourite track. Yeah, yeah. I never went to the discotheque and went, oh, discotheque, and went, I want to hear that track. Yeah. You know? I just mm. love how powerful they are. I, I love how powerful Dead or Alive are. You know, they they sound tough. They sound mean. Yeah. You know, I, I Steve Coy was hot. Yeah, yeah. Loved him. Fantastic. So we got one more. Oh, we've got two more. I've got a surprise oh, for my friend Jason you? in the UK. Oh, Jason. Yeah. But uh, let's play this next one. Well, if there's only one queen in the world, it was this one.
by your old mate Russell Mulcahy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. This came out in 83, uh, film clip, and there's that famous story, of course, where they um, filmed this on the French Riviera and um, the film, the shoot was spread out over a couple of days and while they were there, Duran Duran were in town. Yeah. And and, uh, Elton John partied with Duran Duran and fucking wiped himself out, and you can you can really see in certain shots that he looks a little bit under the weather. They really gave him a run for his money, and I mean, Elton could could uh, party like yeah. he was a big party animal right at this time as well. Yeah, they must have really been able to party Duran Duran. Yeah, well, the Russell Mulcahy link would have been why they were together. Yeah. Because Russell, I'm not sure whether they'd used Russell yet or whether they were looking at using Russell. Whether they were about to, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what happened. But, yeah, look, Elton John, definitely groundbreaker with just doing what he does. Yeah, yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Every straight White male at a barbecue loved Elton John. Betty and the Jets. Oh fuck yeah! Dunk. Absolutely. You know I mean? And and um, you know, there was stuff obviously sort of getting into the press and and stuff about him around this time. Definitely, my dad, like you know, the most homophobic person in the world, loved Elton John's music. Mm. Loved mm. his music. Yeah. Used to sing Blue Eyes. Yeah. Just loved loved this, loved I'm Still Standing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, absolutely. It wasn't a huge issue at all. No. Because they weren't hurting anyone. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, Now, interesting that we've ended on Elton John, but I thought that I would end on another song. Uh for my friend Jason in London, and it's one of mine. Hey, <laughs> we've never done that before. And I thought, you know what? Why not? Because this was produced by Pete Hammond. Fantastic. This wasn't the one that went number one in Finland, but it was a decent hitter. 
Nice one. And every time I ring my friend Jason in London, he goes, Hello, Supersonic. Here we go. Sonic Lover by Sammy Paul. There you go. You can depend on me. The amazing mixes of Pete Hammond. How fucking Four fantastic. CD box set. Wow. So Pete Hammond was obviously Stock Aiken and Waterman and I'm just Googling myself and apparently I've done a song with Tina Charles. Oh, yeah, remember? I don't remember that. Yeah, you were pissed. Maybe I was. <laughs> Tina Charles is a big call. Yeah. She's a big disco queen, so I will listen to that later. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sort of reminded me of Dead or Alive. We went for that oh, kind gotcha. of vibe and, and Pete Hammond obviously doing Jason and Kylie and all that stuff. But, yeah, I just thought I'd stick yeah, that in. great song. How camp. It goes you know, with everything else. goes with anything you yeah. want to eat. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for that. What a surprise. What a surprise. We've got a show. We've got something going for us. That's right. And I thought I'd do that tonight. But um, not my favourite track of my own. Mm-hmm. I do like 24 Hours. Yeah. But there you can really hear the Dead or Alive influence yeah, and stuff like it. that. Yeah. yeah. Really good. That's and that beautiful. was for Pride. Fits right in with the Pride songs. Yeah. A lot of fun sort of going through these artists tonight. I've loved this and sort of maybe a few more obscure ones that you may not have heard out there, everyone. 
Um, yeah. yeah, some great artists. And Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Great way to celebrate it. And, yeah. And um, love to all of the community. Now, if you love the show, guys, please get your friends on board. Become a subscriber. Follow us on over 10 different platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and so forth. But whatever one is your favourite, you know. Um, become a subscriber. Become a Patreon. Sammy, how do you become a Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. Sexy. Now, please like, share, rate and review. Give us a little review, you know. Give us a little love note, you know. Write what you want to do to us and all that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. If you write us a great review, we will give you a wristy. We will. And um, give us five stars while you're there. Why not? Why not? Um, guys, if you want to come and see us live, check us out. Rewind 80s. We're currently doing the mixtape tour all around Australia. And really excited about it too. Got heaps of dates popping up this year, next year. So we'll be coming to a town. Come to you. Bunjil and make them happy. That's right. Bunjil Place, if you're in Melbourne, um, get around it, guys. Rewind 80s. Absolutely. Buy your tickets, guys. Even though it's winter, come out and we'll warm you up. Yes, that's right. Speaking of come out, I hope you have enjoyed <laughs> our Pride episode. Yeah, look, it's been a while. We should have done it years ago but no, we waited. Now's the right time. Mm. Yeah, lovely guys. Good on you. Now, if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.